You are listening to My HR Buzz, brought to you by My HR Concierge. Hosted by Chris Cooley, we'll bring you various topics and guests to shed light on the often confusing world of HR and also employee screening. We'll be putting the human in human resources. I want to thank you for joining us today on the My HR Buzz podcast. Uh, I do want to remind you that you can find our podcast on Spotify, iTunes, and all the other normal places that you, that you can find podcasts. And I do encourage you to subscribe to the, to the podcast. Uh, that allows you to get the information that, that we're putting out uh, as soon as possible. If you use it on your phone, your phone will alert you when there's a new podcast. So we do hope that you'll do that. Today, we want to talk about the American Rescue Plan Act, but specifically as it relates to COBRA. We have gotten, as you can imagine, a ton of questions around this. And while there's still a lot to be determined, I did want to hit on some of the some of the more frequent questions that we're getting. And so I think hopefully that will be very helpful. Um, the biggest thing as it relates to the American Rescue Plan Act uh, and COBRA is the fully subsidized COBRA uh, that they are providing for uh, assistance eligible individuals uh, for coverage for, for six months from April 1st, 2021 to September 30, 2021. And uh, obviously there's a lot of questions about who has to pay that, how am I reimbursed, who's eligible and those things. So hopefully we'll answer those questions here today. Uh, the first question we always get is who is eligible to receive the subsidy? Well, the assistance eligible individuals and really, that's just a fancy way uh, that they call the people that are allowed to get the subsidy. Uh, they, are, they can get the subsidy if they are eligible for COBRA coverage as a qualified beneficiary uh, because their employer plan coverage ended as a result of involuntary termination of employment. And we've got a lot of questions about that. So involuntary termination of employment, what does that mean? What if I have an, uh, an employee that steals something or does something intentional so that they can be terminated and have and still have their insurance paid for on a continuation basis. Um, essentially, the, the involuntary termination of employment, uh, that is other than gross misconduct, okay? So that doesn't mean everybody. So if they are, uh, if they have coverage ended as a result of involuntary termination of employment or reduction of hours, and the qualified beneficiaries um, are receiving or eligible to receive COBRA coverage during the six-month period from April 1st, 2021, and it ends on September 30th, 2021. Now, in that period, if you have an, a former employee, somebody that's on the continuation, and they all of a sudden become eligible for another employer's coverage, Medicare, anything like that, they're supposed to uh, notify you, the employer, of that, at which point, obviously, the subsidy will end. Now, that's going to be the trick, obviously, is making sure that those individuals do notify you uh, and that they don't continue to, to try and have that subsidy while they have other, while they're able to get other coverage. So, another question that we get is, is this COBRA coverage truly at no cost? And, and yes, uh, employers are required to either provide the COBRA coverage uh, to, the, to the individuals at no cost or to cover the cost of the, of the charge by the insurer. Uh, essentially, the way the employer gets paid back by the government 
is what they'll do is take a payroll tax credit equal to the cost of that coverage that they've paid. Uh, if it's more than that, if their uh, coverage that they've paid is more than their payroll tax, they can apply for a credit uh, to where they'll get paid that money uh, back by the government. Very, very similar, if you're familiar with the way that uh, the government did the paid sick leave under the um, FFCRA, same thing, right? Be kind of the same process. The third question that we get a lot is, okay, so what, continue, what continuation coverage is eligible for the subsidy? Because obviously you have state continuation, you have federal continuation. What is eligible for the subsidy? And what the, what the act says is it, the subsidy is eligible for any kinds of continuation uh, as it relates to either state or federal. And it relates to any coverage provided under medical, dental, or vision plan. Okay, so if you're under 20 uh, and you uh, are on state continuation, that, em that employee or former employee still receives that subsidy. So that's, that's very important to make sure. Uh, and that, you know, that's something that obviously in a lot of cases, um, employers that are under 20, as it relates to state coverage, the insurance and carrier may take care of that uh, as far as the administration. So that's something, you know, you need to be cognizant of um, going forward if you're, if you're a small employer under 20, because again, that may just be a little different process than what you're used to. Now, Another thing is, um, what happens if, an, if a person was eligible for COBRA in the past, they didn't take the coverage? Can they now, if you will, jump back in and take the COBRA and, take, and get the subsidy? And the answer to that is yes. Now, a couple caveats to that is the individual only has access, uh, can only take COBRA from 18 months from the date of their COBRA um, effective date, okay? So it, this does not mean that if somebody three years ago declined COBRA and decided to, and now they're trying to come back and get the subsidy and get free COBRA, that's, that does not work. They have to be within, currently within their 18 month window from the time that COBRA effective date occurred so also what happens is it does not extend their, that 18 month period. So for instance, let's assume that you had somebody that uh, had an effective date and their 18 month period ended, let's say May 31st, 2021. Under this act, they do not, they are not allowed to take, to get this subsidy past May 31st, the end of that 18 month period. Okay, so this, this does not mean that they would then be able to extend that 18-month period all the way to September 2021, which is when this subsidy um, goes through. So that's very important. Um, also, so how does or, or what's the time frame for someone electing? Well, if you have someone that previously declined, um, and now they're coming back and, and, and they have the ability to obviously opt into COBRA. Uh, they have 60 days from April the 1st, 2021 
or and then and 60 days from that date or the date that the employer notified them of their eligibility for the subsidy. Okay, so um, if and if they come back and they take that subsidy or elect the COBRA and take the subsidy, they then will get coverage back to April 1st. Okay, so let's assume that on April 1st, an employer notified a, a, a former employee that did not take COBRA and they and they um, they notified them and that on April 1st. So then they would have 60 days to come back and elect COBRA with the subsidy. If they came back and they, uh, let's say they elected COBRA on uh, May 15th, 2021, essentially they would have insurance effective back to April 1st and they would get the subsidy all the way through uh, the end of their 18 month period or the September 30th, 2021, whichever one came sooner. So that's also very, very important to make sure that we have that, that um, distinction. Now, another thing that, that, that this does, so here's the, here's the other question is, okay, so we have a person that's coming back, they wanna elect COBRA, but they really don't want the coverage they had before. Can they change their coverage? Um, and the answer is, it depends. So employers are permitted, but they're not required to allow these individuals that are getting the subsidy to elect a different coverage option than the one that they had in effect when their coverage was first terminated. However, there's some caveats, okay? That same option has to be offered to all similar active employees. Uh, it includes more than just accepted benefits such as dental, dental and, or, and or vision. And also it cannot cost more than the prior coverage. So for instance, let's say you have two plans, you have a, 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 a basic plan and then more of a premium plan. If they were on the basic plan from, from a, they can't come back and go, oh, well, I want the premium now because I know it's gonna be free, okay? They would have to pick a plan that did not cost any more than what they currently, than what they, they had prior. Uh, and again, that's up to the employer. Uh, some employers will elect to do that, some will not, um, but that's at their discretion. Now, the other, the other question that we need to uh, look at and that we're getting is, well, what do we need to do as far as telling our, our um, employees and former, um, former employees about this? So there's really, if you, if you think about it, there's, there's kind of three notices that are gonna have to be sent. Okay, the first one, or the first one we'll discuss, is the initial election notice. So, as you know, whenever uh, when whenever someone is uh, eligible for COBRA, they'll get uh, information. They'll get an election notice, and that uh, and that notice uh, must include information related to the premium subsidy. And then also, if the sponsor uh, does make it available, so that they can change their um, their option they need to have that information in there as well. Now, the DOL is working on um, what verbiage needs to be used within this, uh, in these notices, and that should be out here hopefully in the next um, few weeks. But we are waiting on them for, for, the, for the model notices for these uh, to make sure that, that, it, that everything is compliant. 
Also, there is an extended election notice. So what this is, is this is for those individuals that were eligible for the extended election period. So, so basically, they're ones that, de- that declined COBRA in the past. They're still within their 18-month period or in their 18-month window, and they're coming back and wanting to get COBRA. So um, those individuals uh, who are eligible for that must be provided a notice um, of that opportunity by May 31st, 2021. Also, there's got to be, we also have to provide them a subsidy termination notice. So sponsors have to provide them a notice uh, to each of these uh, individuals, no more than 45 days, but no less than 15 days before that subsidy termination date. And so essentially what we're going to have to do is if we have an employee that's taking advantage of these subsidies, um, we're going to have to let them know when those are going to run out. Now, that could be, for a lot of them, it'll be September 30th, 2021. But as I mentioned before, on some of these, the, uh, their 18-month period may run out you know, prior to that, uh, somewhere in between April 1st, 2021 and September 30th, 2021. So in those cases, uh, again, uh, we'll just need to make sure to notify them. And, and, and one thing I will say is, is this, this act is out there, right? Uh, but we are waiting for some clarification from the Department of Labor. Um, the, uh, we should be getting some guidance um, from the Department of Treasury, the Labor and Health and Human Services. Uh, they're going to provide more guidance around this. A lot of that includes model notices. So, you know, right now we know what we know, but things we will know more as that guidance starts to trickle out. And hopefully that will be here in the next few weeks and we can um, – provide more information to you guys uh, as you're trying to, uh, you know, to, to make it through uh, this process or through this act through these next essentially six months. If you do need assistance with managing and administrating these, these COBRA changes, you know, please keep us in mind. We do provide COBRA administration services, so we can certainly help you through this. Uh, if you do have questions, you can contact us at 855 538 6947 and my extension is 108. You can also uh, contact us via email at podcast at myhrbuzz.com. We appreciate you uh, you listening today and if I do want to mention again if you will you know make sure to subscribe subscribe to the podcast to make sure that you're getting the latest information as we as things become more apparent with this act we obviously will will keep you abreast. A lot of that will be through uh, podcast. We also have a blog on our website at myhrconcierge.com uh, where you can get a lot of information as well. So again, thank you for joining us and I uh, look forward to speaking to you next time.